0: How you doing? My name is Tracy Lucas. You're now tuning in to LVP Lucas Vision Podcast. Going on right? Yeah, I can't complain. All right. So, is there anything that you don't want to talk about? Um, I don't know. Well, 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 I Before mean, do you fun.
1: have any questions?
0: Yeah, <laughs> this is just like um. Talk to you about the how you got started. Uh-huh. Um, you, you become a delegate for the for the pageants. Okay, now uh, well, I'm really, not a, yeah. I'm not delegate, but um, director. Director, well
1: mm-hmm.
0: well. yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, all, right, all Just everything
0: okay. that you've been through. Yeah, okay. All right, here we
1: go. You're listening to Lucas Vision Podcasts. Sheena J here.
0: How you doing guys, Tracy Lucas, L V P Lucas Richard Podcast. Today I have Miss Perusha. Did I say that right? Yes. Okay, man. I had a hard time saying your first <laughs> <match>. <laughs> How you been doing?
1: I've been doing okay. I can't complain. I can't complain. Uh you know, of course, we're all in this COVID season. Yeah. Um, so we're trying to do the best we can to pivot in 2021 um 2020 was was a struggle but here we are yeah here we are here we are all right today
0: i want to talk to you about your journey with that you've been through as a model and a director with miss Four figure pageants okay okay first how did you get started was it modeling or
1: actually i got started modeling i um started modeling in 96. um i went to saint augustine's university of course it was college back then and um I had, I had two choices. Do I want to be a part of the gospel choir or do I want to be a part of the modeling troupe? And though I love singing, I'm not a singer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went out for modeling. Okay. And um, I've been going strong ever since. I started modeling with Nubiance Modeling Troupe at St. Augustine's College. And uh, after I graduated, I actually I graduated in two thousand and three because I sat out of school for three years. Um, there were no opportunities for models, or so I thought. Yeah. Um, every now and again, something would pop up and I may, you know, go out for that audition. And it wasn't until two thousand and eleven I started following um, a lady on Facebook. and her name was Teresa Randolph. And I saw that she did. Pageantry. And I was like, huh. Okay. I think I can give that a whirl. I'm like, wait first of all, pageantry for plus size women, unheard of.
0: Yes.
1: Um, so I followed her for about a year and then in 2012 I decided to audition. And um her pageant is out of New Jersey. Fortunately, I'm from New Jersey. Um And so the transition getting back and forth from North Carolina to New Jersey was fairly easy because my mom wasn't that far from where the rehearsals and stuff were or whatever. Uh And I competed in 2013, in March of 2013, with uh, the CEO, Teresa Randall, with Miss Full Figure USA pageant. Uh Okay. And the connections that I made allowed me to see that there is a plethora of opportunities for plus-size models. Yes. The, you know, the, the connections, of course, like I said, they the young ladies really just let me know, you know, well, you can go to Charlotte or you can go here or you can go there. And so I started doing the research. Uh-huh. And um, I found myself in Virginia Full Figure Fashion Week, Bold Curbs, um there was another organization that I worked with in Virginia as well. Then some local stuff. I did some stuff with Tim Johnson. Um, and the opportunities were endless. I mean, I was up and down the East Coast for about two years. Okay. Um, and going backwards a little bit in 2014, I said, Teresa, well, what do you think about expanding Miss Full Figure USA? um. And, you know, maybe a division in North Carolina. Yeah. And she said, it took us a while to get to that point. And I reached out to her one more time in November 2014. And um, I said, well, I'm ready. Are you ready? She said, if you get the girls, we'll get it started. Okay. And that's how it that's how it really happened. Um, and in 2000, September 2015, we had our first... Miss Full Figure North Carolina pageant, and uh, seven years later, here we are going into our seventh year. But in between that, um, I did get opportunities because, of course, pageantry is (laughs) all-consuming. It's all-consuming. The pageant process is about six to seven months. So it takes up a lot of your time. But in those down times, I was able to find opportunities with modeling. I've done the Southern Women's Show that Uh you so graciously helped me uh, take pictures at um, some years ago. Um, Just a lot of different shows and so forth. And, you know, was able to, you know, direct some of my contestants to the modeling industry. Um, Because, you know, with years of, of... experience and connections and networking um i was able to you know kind of direct people to different avenues um and that's really how it all got started i i have enjoyed it it has had its good sides Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's great sides it's had it has had its downsides because you know i mean the reality of the situation is you're dealing with multiple personalities yes you know um lots of women, lots of personalities, lots of women from different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um and so I'm I'm I've I've learned through the years that, you know, Ms. Teresa always tells me everybody's not your friend. And I'm the type of person, I am a friendly person, you know, and um sometimes people take that that kind of kindness for weakness, but I've learned to, um, discern and sometimes God really has just revealed to me, um, who's for me and who's against me. Um, but at the end of the day, the reward of being able to change people's lives has been absolutely priceless, you Mm -hmm. know? And so I'm just thankful for this journey for sure. Yeah.
0: I also noticed that your pageant also creates this thing called sisterhood yes. with the ladies. Yes. Have you noticed that, that to his warehouse? Oh yeah. Just, just come together, people we have never met.
1: Yes. Um, it is. It is an organic thing. I think when women of like-mindedness, if you will, um, gets together and they know they're going for a common goal. Um, it just organically develops. Mm -hmm. Um, We pride ourselves on that. The the whole program itself is based on helping to build that foundation. We're not going to force anybody on one another. But through the process, you learn, you know, who who you can connect with. You know, the, the goal is to be able to reach people, to be able to network. Yeah. You know, and once you network, you find out that you have a lot in common with others um, and sisterhood just develops. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I I, I, I want to say that it is something that I try to instill in our ladies, because at the end of the day, these are the women that you're going to spend the next six to seven months with, yeah. you know, and um you know, you'll discover that there's women that you're really, really, really going to love and adore and get to know. And then there's going to be women that you're like, hmm, I got enough friends. Yeah. I'm good on you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but sisterhood is who we are, you know. Um, we call each other pageant sisters. Yeah. Um, of course, each season is different. So you have your group of pageant sisters from 2015, 2016, 2017, so forth and so on. Um, and then... Um, then you have other states so of course going backwards a little bit after North Carolina pageant started um, then we incorporated Louisiana okay. we incorporated DMV after DMV was I think New Jersey and New York um, Virginia, South Carolina Georgia, Alabama Texas. Uh we have Nevada now. Um what else? What am I missing? What am I missing? We have some representatives from Florida, from Michigan, from Illinois, from Wisconsin. Like we're all over. Thanks to me, I wanna say. I mean, I can toot my own horn and say, I guess if it wasn't for my ask, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure Miss Teresa would have eventually expanded. Yes. You know, but I, I, I pride myself on being a little bit of a visionary as well. Mm-hmm. Seeing the big picture. The big picture is that every full figure woman needs to know that pageantry is attainable as a plus size woman. Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, that yeah, and then of course with that sisterhood develops mm-hmm. because now you meet people from other states and um, you know, people that you would have never met if you would not have necessarily gone through a um, pageant, yes. you know? And, of course, you, you do that at net, networking events, yeah. you know, business events and other social events that people have, you know, in your city, in your state or whatever, what have you. But um, it's the same concept.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So how would you say the – it seems like the last couple of years, four-figure models has taken this whole explosion mm-hmm. onto the scene. We, we think we brought that up. People are trying to open their eyes and seeing that full-figure women can, can still do the same thing as the other models or it's just something that's, that's happening all of a sudden?
1: Um, I think that body acceptance mm-hmm. really changed the game, if you will. Um, knowing that women, you know, we're, we're not a size two. We're not the traditional size ten like we used to be. And Times have changed to be more accepting that, you know, full figure women is just a part of this journey for yeah. life. Um, was it full figure women back in the 50s? For sure. It wasn't that many, mm. but unfortunately, with the change in food and quantity and fast food and our, fa- you know, the fast pace of life, this is unfortunately, you know, one of the things that has happened. But nonetheless, we're here. Yeah um and so does that mean that we aren't as equal? Not at all. You know, we are equal. That's why we have full figure pageantry. That's why we have full figure models. That's why shout out to Gwen Vaux, who's the um uh, CEO of Full Figure Fashion Week. Um she 10 years ago was it 10 years ago, maybe? It's been about 11 years now, um, or 12 years, something like that. She took the full figured industry by storm and started Full Figure Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, Full Figure Fashion Week for her was um, New York, Canada, and I think LA. Okay. And um, she has, I want to say that she has definitely helped a lot of women get into the industry, provided them opportunities and so forth. And um, pioneers like Gwendovo or like Teresa Randolph um, have really helped pave the way for us. You know, I I truly believe that. And um, body positivity, that whole body positivity movement has really helped pave pave the way for us as well,
0: Yeah. yeah. So, when you first got started in modeling, Mm -hmm. do you think you'll be where you are today, or was your plan taking you elsewhere? All of a sudden, you just took this left turn, and here you are.
1: You know, I have always done modeling as a hobby. Um, And I think it's because I didn't always have all the proper resources Mm -hmm. to, like, take myself to another level. And um, then, of course, I'm vertically challenged. (laughs) I'm, uh, uh, on on my comp card, it says something different. However, <laughs> I am a tall 5'4", you okay. know, um, and 5'4 is considered petite. Now, are there opportunities for petite women? Of course. I mean, like I said, I've had the opportunity to uh, model up and down the East Coast. Um, but did I see myself where I am? No, I didn't. I didn't know what was in store for me. I just knew that I enjoyed it. Um, I knew that um, I think people enjoy watching me model. Um, And I just took the opportunity and just made the connections and uh, hope for the best, I guess, if you will. Um, Never wanted to seek it out for um, pay or anything like that. I've always done it just voluntarily because I enjoy it, you know? I mean, even in that, I've been fortunate enough to um, showcase as well. I'm uh, a pseudo-designer, if you will. <laughs> I make earrings. I make jewelry. I make fascinators. Um, I'm working on a line right now, if I can get it together. <clears throat> Excuse me, just some um, some denim Materials, clothes, and stuff like that mm. to actually showcase in fashion shows. I have a show coming up, actually, uh, October 2nd in Fayetteville with okay. uh, Janice for the No Heels to Heel fashion show. And then we have the... And that's take my ticket's Oh, mm. wonderful, wonderful. Um, and then uh, Bold and Beautiful with Lamont uh, Petaway. Um, that's going to be November 6th. Uh, so, and that's going to be all curvy women, or mm-hmm. uh, full-figured curvy plus women, um, November 6th at the Marbles. And, uh, but yeah, no, I just, I just did it and said, you know, whatever will be, will be. Mm-hmm. So, Just
0: yeah. took it and put it in God's hands.
1: That put it in God's hands. That's it. And, you know, um, just enjoying, enjoying the journey you know I, I know I have um. of course with making those connections I know I always will have my signature models mm-hmm. the ones that I know I can call on and say hey girl I got a show coming up you know yeah. can you do it um, so that that's the beauty about sisterhood yeah. and networking and so forth um, that has really helped me to get to where I am today okay. yeah
0: so what has been the hardest part of your journey
1: <sighs> <laughs> great 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 mm-hmm. question um going back to personalities um you know it, it i guess if you're talking about modeling that has been fairly easy mm. you know um making those connections of course now i will share with you um that i remember a couple years back maybe about 2014 2015 um I went to a show. I was going to model in a show in Fayetteville. Okay. Now, Fayetteville to Durham is not around the corner, yeah. you know, um, or vice versa. And I got down there. I was the only plus-size model, and they didn't have any clothes for me. wow. Okay. And I was like, wow, okay. So, this is what it feels like, you know, to be a model um, or, like, you know, like, if you go, if you say, like, New York models, they go to castings they may or may not be fitted you know that you always have to be ready if you will um and i was ready i had got my hair done got down to where it was time to um try on clothes and i couldn't fit and i was like well thanks for the hairdo (laughs) so for that (laughs) for that that was the hardest part wasting the gas to get there to then realize that maybe this pad this not pageant but this fashion show or this modeling opportunity was not meant for you and that's okay so i've learned that lesson um and and knowing that you know i think i've been a little bit more making sure if you will that if i'm going to go to a show that they're going to have clothes for me <laughs> you know um because i don't want to waste money and time and energy Um, into, you know, going places and then being disappointed. Yeah. Um, As far as pageantry is concerned, I think the hardest part, like I said, is the personalities um, is to separating myself from being a friend to -hmm. being the actual director Um, because I am just a really jovial person. I'm very serious.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. I am very serious. However, I've always been super friendly. (laughs) I've always been, not always been, you know, I mean, growing, I mean, I'm in in my youthful forties, honey, but growing and learning about who I am, um, I have to be able to discern and know that everyone isn't out or or everyone does not have your best interests at heart.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, I recently went through a situation where it had to be revealed to me again, who was for me and who was against me. Um, and it was a hard, hard lesson. Um, because, uh, you know, the people that you think are on your side are actually secretly plotting against you, you know, and, and that, that right there has been the hardest thing. Um, Trying to discern who who's who, mm. you know, especially when they're giving all their time. They're saying, "Miss Faroucia, how can we help you? What do you need?" And then turn around and kind of stab you in the back.
0: Yeah.
1: Those those are the lessons that just actually make you stronger and make you realize that um, you're not perfect. Um that not everyone is perfect and not everybody is always who they claim to be. So,
0: yeah, okay. So how important is it for the models and photographer relationship?
1: <clears throat> um, I think it's I think it's super important. Um, it's, well, first of all, I think the biggest thing with that is honesty, Um, trying to get places on time. (laughs) Um, and, uh uh-oh, um, honesty with one another, um, making sure that that person is reputable, Mm -hmm. you know, so that you're not just spinning your wheels, taking pictures with people or video or whatever, what have you, and it's not going to take you anywhere, you know, um, you know, knowing, maybe knowing someone that has already worked with that person, you know, it, it, it's, it's a kind of a double-edged sword because, like, you know, I've had a relationship with you for, I don't know, over five years now, um, and then I have had relationships with other photographers and so forth, and knowing that they're dependable, mm-hmm. that the quality of their work is um, reliable, um, and... I don't know. There's, there's so many different facets to that. Um, I mean, I'll say this uh, with you. I'm chatting with you now mm. to see your work from back in 2016, 15, yeah. I don't know whenever that was. Um, to now it's phenomenal. So knowing that the photographer um, is growing mm. and building and wanting to see you. Um, shine i think is important and then on the flip side of that as a model from the photographer end you know making sure that your model is reliable and that um she's not someone that you're going to be working with that someone's like you sure you want to work with her (laughs) you know um but it's important it's it's super important i Mm -hmm. think yeah yeah
0: you gave me my very first break in two thousand sixteen, that's when I first started photography, and you let me come out and be the second shooter for your pageant. Yes, I really appreciate that. I
1: appreciate I, you. That
0: was something I wanted to do is be a runway photographer. Okay, and I said that that gave me a big lesson on how everything is done, and also mm-hmm. watching the other photographer Jay Humble, how he works. Right. he's a great photographer.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. So I really appreciate you giving me that opportunity wow. for that
1: no well i I appreciate you, you know i um you know when I started in this thing called modeling or fashion or runway and all that kind of stuff, I didn't really know who was who and what was what. I just kinda like I said, just let God lead and direct me and present to me who who was gonna be the best fit for what it is that I needed at the time um and so. You know, I would ask you, I would ask various people, but you know, whoever came through is who came through. And I've always been so appreciative of that. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm thankful for the connections for sure. Yeah. Okay. Right.
0: The pageant. So, yeah. what are the, I would say, subjects or categories mm-hmm. for each pageant that they have to go through besides the swimsuit? Right. The swimsuit. But <laughs> what are the other.
1: Well, how the pageant is broken down, Miss um, Full Figure, North Carolina, um, our age group, it's actually broken down by age group and then size. So we have 18 to 39, size 12 to 16, so that's Miss Full Figure, North Carolina. Okay. We have um, age is 18 to 39, size 18 and over, that's the same uh, that's for Miss Full Figure North Carolina. Plus, mm-hmm. then we have um for the women that are a little bit more seasoned, like me, um forty to sixty, um size twelve and over, um and that is um Miss Exquisite Full Figure North Carolina. Um, I've also incorporated a category for women sixty-one and over, which is Miss Elite, um, and that's for sixty-one and over. Um, Then we have talent. These are optional. So you have talent as an optional, swimwear, photogenic, fashionista, cover girl. And then we have, I incorporated this year, a new category called Miss Full Figure International. And that's going to be all about costumes. So you'll be able to represent um, a particular country. You know, Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to necessarily be just a Caribbean country. It could be, I don't know. It could be India. It could be, uh, uh I don't know, Afghanistan. I don't know. <laughs> somewhere, um, a country that you decide to, um, you know, dress in their garb and, and, and try to go out for that, for that particular category. Um, and then there's other things that we do as well in between. Um, we have, um, people's choice, um, Community Service Award. Um, I used to be able to blurt them all out. <laughs> People's Choice Community Service Award. Academia Award. So that's for the young lady that has been in school during the pageant process and still being able to maintain an A-B average. Okay. Um, I think that's it. I'm sure I'm missing some other categories in there. I need a traditional first runner-up, second runner-up. Um, and, uh, that's it. We try to make, I try to make sure that I'm giving everyone an opportunity to win something, you know? So now we've had some years (laughs) where we call this a queen sweep, where the actual winner of the pageant ends up winning cover girl, photogenic talent, all in one foul swoop. And, uh, There's nothing we can do about it. If if you're good at what you do, you're good at what you do. And, you know, I mean, the judges at the end of the day are the final, have the final say, you know, so we can't, uh, we can't do anything about that. But the opportunities are there. Um, the opportunities are definitely there. And um, then there's opportunities for growth within our pageant as well. Um, we don't ever force anyone to leave. If you decide that the following year you want to be on, a, on the pageant team, um, you can do that. If you have a particular skill set, that's amazing. Mm. We can always use extra hands. Um, and if you present yourself um, in a manner that we feel like is helpful um, after two years of service, you can potentially become a brand ambassador. Sure. So um, there's definitely growth opportunities and all that kind of stuff. And there's opportunities within the pageant itself. And the beauty about it is <clears throat> is that everyone has to develop a platform. Um, and their platform is something that's near and dear to their heart that's important for the people in the community to know about. Okay. Um. So, if you are true to who you are and what your platform is, I mean, the platform itself can take you to a whole new level. It just depends on who you decide to network with. Yeah. You know, like say, for instance, if your platform is breast cancer awareness, um, then we all know we got the Susan G. Komen right here in North, you know, North Carolina, uh-huh. um, that you can connect with and all that kind of stuff, um, so. There's definitely those opportunities as well.
0: Okay. So the six months that goes from start to the pageant, what is actually you guys do in between those six months?
1: Um, Well, the six months is really to allow women to learn more about the pageant, to be able to pay off their pageant fee. Because, of course, there is a pageant fee, I mean, coming into pageantry is not free and it's not cheap. Um, but it can be if you utilize the resources that we provide you, um, through the workshop. So over the six months, we're having monthly workshops. It used to be twice a month when I first started. Um, and I noticed that it doesn't, it doesn't help anymore, um, to do it as much as if you just do it once a month. Mm -hmm. So we do it once a month. Um, and in those workshops, it's broken down. So we'll cover speech and presentation. Mm-hmm. We'll cover makeup, hair, and all that kind of stuff. We'll cover um, where you can get your gown. You know, maybe some designers, suggesting some designers to them. Um, developing your platform. What else? What else? We do a sash, and, a sash ceremony where we present them with the contestant sash um that's always fun and then of course in between we do our photo shoot um and that's our group photo shoot individual photo shoot for our pageant book um and then for them to kind of let the people know their family and friends know that you know they're competing they're really excited all that kind of stuff um and yeah we just cover all the basics of pageantry okay. um so that they're well versed each contestant actually gets a mentor um, so that everybody does not fall on me <laughs> Um, because I uh, remember one year I had 20 women there's no way I could have taken on 20 women all at once by myself yeah. so each contestant gets a mentor their mentor is their go-to person for everything pageantry um, if it's something that the mentor can't answer which it hardly ever happens because, um, all the mentors are women that have been through the pageant process before. Mm-hmm. Um, so they know exactly what to say, how to say it, when to say it, all that kind of stuff. Um, but, um, yeah, they get a mentor, they guide them, they give them all the information. And I'm there to just kind of reinforce that because if I had to take on all of that, cause I did that my first year and I think my second year, um, the first two years, it was just me, 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 and my assistant director and um, Marsha Sharon, and uh, it was, it's, I learned quickly that it's important to have extra hands on yeah. deck. Um, so that has definitely been helpful, and yeah.
0: Okay. So you went from North Carolina directory
1: mm-hmm.
0: to South Carolina mm-hmm. and Virginia. Yes. How's that process going on?
1: Well, in in 2018, um, I had the Virginia pageant, and then in South Carolina, 2019, I believe I had the pageant there. It's a lot. It's a lot, and what I discovered in 2018 and 19 is that I cannot do that (laughs) Um, because like I said, each pageant process is about six months long, Mm -hmm. six to seven months long. Actually, if you think about the preparation time, it's really eight months uh, long because you're recruiting and um, interviewing and all that kind of stuff before you even get the pageant process started. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not going as well as I hoped it would because Like I said, that time frame is just... It's very all-consuming. So what I have decided to do is combine Virginia, because I'm actually only covering Southern Virginia because of the DMV pageant. DMV is D.C., Maryland, Virginia. But of course, if you know DMV, DMV is Northern Virginia. And so I take all of Southern Virginia. So I'll take the mountains, and then down through Emporia, across through Tidewater. And so... Right now, our goal, which we were successful with last year, is to have the women from Virginia actually compete in North Carolina. Of course, at the end of the day, they'll end up being competitors, but they would have gotten the same type of training. And it's easier for them to come to me because we're only going to meet maybe two or three times in the um, six-month process. Um South Carolina is kind of on hold right now because I need to what in 2019 when I attempted to do or 2018-2019 when I attempted to do all three pageants at once I realized that I have bitten off more than I can chew. <laughs> Um, And so, of course, we have some reigning queens down there right now. They're still doing amazing things in the community and so forth or whatever, still representing as a reigning queen until we can get a particular, uh, someone specific for the South Carolina region. Mm -hmm. So right now my focus is just North Carolina and Virginia. And then eventually, if I can get the right... Angle or time frame together. I will start having the Virginia pageant back in Virginia because of course Emporia is only maybe an hour and 30 minutes away or so an hour mm-hmm. and 45 minutes um, from Durham um, So that's an easy Drive Whereas going to South Carolina where I was in Columbia. It was almost four hours gotcha. um, Or when I was in Virginia, I was actually in a tidewater area and that was three and a half hours so three and a half hours four hours you know, the whole day back and forth was a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I still say that I'm director of Miss Full Figure North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, because there's no other, no one else taking care of South Carolina right now. But really, right now, my focus is North Carolina and Virginia. And it works out. It's been working out so far. Last year, like I said, we had a success. It was successful where we did the North Carolina and Virginia pageant together and it worked out. We ended up getting queens from both divisions and um, they're heading to nationals. Mm-hmm. They're heading to nationals October 15th and 16th weekend. And uh, I'll be rooting for both of them. Um, I'm not the only uh, division that has two divisions, Alabama and Georgia. Um, the director there is Latoya Francois. She's also the director of two divisions. And then um, Tara Williams, um, who is the... Um, Director of Louisiana, she also has Louisiana and Texas, so um, yeah, we're trying to we're trying to we're trying to expand, um, but also find that balance in between because it's it's a lot to manage, um, x amount of girls at yeah. a time, yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: So when COVID nineteen hit, how has that process?
1: Listen, if I can be completely transparent, I was not okay. (laughs) Um, I thought that I was like, oh, this is going to be great. You know what? We can do everything virtually. Bop, 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 bop. And I made the suggestion to my other um, director sisters. And I was like, let's do everything virtually. It's going to be great. And then I lost my job. um in April twenty twenty and everything my mind my everything started spiraling downward if if I can you know if I can just share in this this moment because I was not okay. I was in a place of um despair and and just not knowing none of us really knew what to expect. And for me my, my team will probably say this, and I, I and I can also say this. I have control issues, mm-hmm. and so not being able to control how I proceeded with the pageant, where I had been, you know, I felt like I had been successful for so long, um, and not knowing. First of all, the biggest issue was nobody was allowing you to have events at their venue. So calling around these different venues and them saying, no, not this year, baby, (laughs) you know, that was challenging in itself. Um, And then not knowing if people were interested in the pageant. Of course, in February 2020, I had auditions before COVID really hit. We had a lot of girls come out. I was really excited. And then everything shut down. Yeah. And I was like. Oh my god, what am I supposed to be doing now? Um and honestly, like I said, I went into a deep depression around that time. Um I'd completely shut down. I didn't speak to anyone for about 4 months. Um I mean, the only person I spoke with was of course my partner and my mom. Um none of my friends, none of my family. Um it was it was a it was a dark period for me. And one morning I woke up and said, okay, Parusha, you got to get together. People are depending on you. Um, And that was July of 2020. And I reached out to all the girls that compete, that came out to the auditions in February. And I said, hey, I'm ready to get this thing going if you're still interested. And uh, they were. And we had our first workshop in October or November of 2020 and then had our passion in May of 2021 okay. yeah okay. excuse me I have the cool. cough it's uh, a dry cough
0: I see that you usually do um interviews with the, with mm-hmm. the girls on Facebook live yes. how did that process come about
1: um it is I have the cough again oh my goodness Hold on. <coughs> I have this dry cough that's super annoying Um, how did the process come about? Um, it gives the women, I decided to do it because it gives women a voice Uh that gives the women in the pageant a voice to really share who they are about their journey, um, about their particular platform, why it's important to them Mm -hmm. and, um, why they're even in a pageant in the first place. Um, so it allows them to tell their story. And people people are visual. So actually, when I'm done here, I'm going to go live on Facebook um, a little bit later. But people are visual. People like to see who's involved. You know, people like to see normal, everyday yeah. people. Um, so it gives them that opportunity, like I said, to tell their story and 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 build on that. And, you know, you never know. I've always seen it as an opportunity that if somebody sees it, and sees that this person may be a good spokesperson, um, for their brand, they may want to utilize that person to help expand their brand. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm, 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 i I see it as an opportunity to provide opportunities for the young ladies, um, to get to whatever level, you know, because what happens is you take this, that experience, and then you expound on it you know I um, mean you share it with your family and people get to see it and you share it mm-hmm. with your friends you share it with your co-workers and then that's where the support actually comes in yeah. you know if you have a platform that's meaningful that and of course all the platforms I think are important because it's important to that contestant yeah. um, but someone may see it and be like that's the person I've been looking for, yeah. you know, so I, I, I utilize that as an opportunity to help grow them, if you will. Yeah, I do.
0: I do see when you, when you do it, the way they ask answer the, answer the questions, mm-hmm. you can see someone have that passion for mm-hmm. it and it's like they, they know what it is they are talking That's about. That's right. It's, it's, it's almost like you they're doing a commercial for it, but mm-hmm. they're not. Right, but, right. But they're out there putting the word for the charity yeah. that they, they believe in.
1: Definitely, definitely. Um, and that's important because it actually helps to um, work on their public speaking as well. Yeah. You know, so that we utilize that opportunity as well to say, hey, you're going to have to speak in, in front of hundreds of people. If if you're not able to speak to me one on one, then we're going to have to work on a few things to help develop you just a little bit more. Right. You know, so um, and that that allows for me to see have they grown, have they not grown what it is, What is it that they need to be working on? What is it that, you know, the assistant director or their mentor needs to be working on them with as well, especially as it relates to public speaking. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. So your past delegates that you, had, that you have, that's been your pageant, how, how, how many of you are actually still around helping out with the...
1: Um, well, I have Aletha Letheridge and Yvette Bonaparte. They're from my first year, from 2015. Okay. I have Inez Bruce and Erica Turner from my second year. Um, that was 2016. I have Christian Peterson and Ashley Johnson and Lakeisha, my, my Queens, they actually help out significantly with the pageant. Um, who else? Oh gosh, I have. Uh, each year we gained at least two or three people, I should say. Um, and I have a young man that's been with me. I call him my little brother. He's been with me since I even started the pageant. So him, um, my spouse, Marsha Sharon and, um, Kenneth, they've all been, um, with me from 2014 and have grown with me through the years. Um, We've had some people that have fallen off, you know, um, because unfortunately, depending on how you look at it, it, this is volunteer. Yeah. You know, Um, a lot of people think that or some people tend to think not a lot of people, but some people tend to think that there's a lot of money in pageantry. But when you there's a lot of money in pageantry, but when you break it down to the venue, you know, if you need pipe and drape, if you need staging, the DJ food. Um, linens, decor, gifts, prize money—it it goes away quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my goal always is to be able to, at the end, give my team something. Yeah. Um, and so that's always that's that's always been my goal. But you know, people fall off because they may not feel valued, or that, you know, maybe because of you know lack of money. Or maybe lack of communication, um, maybe from my end. You know, I'm still growing. I'm still learning. I can admit that I haven't always been the best communicator because, unfortunately, a lot of stuff stays here. Yeah. Um, and my team is always, like, trying to drag it out. Parisha, Miss Parisha, we want, we want that information. We want to help you. And it goes back to me having control issues. <laughs> <laughs> I've done better over the last two years um, in, in knowing how to delegate responsibilities. Mm-hmm. So that has been truly helpful um, <laughs> for everyone. Um, but I'm still a work in progress. I'm still a work in progress. I will never, ever say that there's, you know, if, if a mistake happened, that it wasn't my fault. Because sometimes it could be. Because unfortunately everything is here and I really need to get it down on paper if I'm being completely yeah. honest. Um, but I absolutely, I love my team I, I would not trade them for anything in this world. Um, I have a team of about 15.
0: Okay.
1: Um, so that has been helpful. What I really, really need is someone that's good in marketing and, and sponsorship. Um, because uh, none of my team, unfortunately, has, has expertise in those fields. Yeah. Um, but eventually, yeah. I, I know it's going to come, and I'm like, after year seven, I should have all these things in place. Um, but it's all a part of the growing pains, and um, I know we're going to get there. I believe in what it is and who we are here with Miss Wolfig in North Carolina and, um, and Virginia, of course. And uh, my team does, that's why they stay. (laughs) And, you know, I think that's on the strength of who I am because they know that I am one of the realest people. Like, you know, listen. Now, don't let this pretty face fool you, baby, because I cuss like a sailor sometimes. It just depends on... (laughs) It just depends on what I have going on, but I'll never do that with my contestants. Like, you know, they just need to see me, the director, guiding them and leading them to greatness, yeah
0: are they allowed to compete more than one year?
1: Yeah. Um if they um well the queens um once you become a queen you're a queen, okay? okay. Um if they decide they want to compete another year, they would have to wait 2 years. Okay. So they wouldn't be able to compete the next year, but they could compete the next year but Um, that's totally on them. Mm -hmm. Contestants, if they don't win, you know, even if they place first runner up or even a a title holder, they can actually compete the next year if they don't win the actual, the winning title. Um, I've had one young lady, she competed in 17, 18, 17 or 18, and she came back and competed in uh, 2020, 2020, 2021 pageant season. And she didn't place the first time, but she did place the second time okay. here. So, um, yeah, the opportunity is there. It's just if you want to um, invest your time into competing again, mm. you know?
0: Okay. Yeah. So about five years from now, where would the pageant be at? Would it still be going? Or are you expanding out to other states, taking over?
1: Um, Five years from now, well, I'll say we would have celebrated our 10th anniversary, mm-hmm. um, which I hope to be a big to-do, um, but five years from now, prayerfully, I'm still in North Carolina. I love North Carolina. Um, it has been an amazing journey. I'm originally from New Jersey, um, but my mom is getting older. Yeah. You know, my mom is, how old am I? My mother is 63, so she's, you know, she's still fairly young. Um, but, you know, I came to North Carolina, unfortunately, because I I just, I needed to get away from New Jersey. I did not have a great childhood, not, not because of my mom. My dad was just a really not nice person. Um, and I needed to get away and build, and I was kind of being a little bit rebellious as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but North Carolina, North Carolina became my safe haven, if you will, and it has served its purpose. Um, and I've I've learned and I've loved, and you know I've I came here to do exactly what it is that I'm doing, which is growing and thriving here in North Carolina. But do I want to stay here for the rest of my life? I don't have any kids. You know, nothing. I mean, we do have a house, but nothing is really holding us here. Um, Because all my family is in New Jersey or... Well, my family's from Trinidad, so I have family in Trinidad. I have family in Jersey, New York, up and down the East Coast, um, in Canada. And I want to see other things, yeah. you know? um. So a part of me feels like maybe after year 10... After year ten, I will maybe want to move on and do something else. I'm not sure. Okay. So five years from now, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry about that. That is, so, I know. I'm sure you can probably edit, edit that. Out. <laughs> um, but nonetheless, um, that's my goal: is to um, to hopefully pass the reins on to someone else. Okay. You know, and and know that I've done what I've been purpose to do. Yeah. Um, I I tell I always tell everybody the same story when I started the pageant. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is gonna be so great! I'm gonna make so much money!" <laughs> you know, <laughs> and God said, "No, no, 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 no. That's not what I have for you. Yeah. My what I need for you is so much bigger." than what you think because I mean the, the reality is some years I don't make a dime you know I mean it's a business you know and people are in business to yeah. make money yeah. um, and then some years I do okay you know um, but yeah I just I don't know
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah <laughs> so what
0: separates Miss Four Figure pageant from the other pageants
1: everybody has their own unique style you know some are a little bit more glam some are a little bit more reserved um some are a little bit more boisterous um and the only thing that i would say that separates us is that we're different states okay you know um, because the ultimate goal is always going to be the same, to build a sisterhood like no other. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, we, we're different. We're different. We have different teaching styles. We have different personalities. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't. the only thing that separates us is that we're from different states. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm better than Louisiana or I'm better than New Jersey. No, we're, we're our goal. Our mission is to empower, inspire, and serve, is to let people know that size has no barrier on beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah.
0: Okay. If you give advice to a, a young lady that's looking to get into modeling mm-hmm. or into pattern, what would it be?
1: Go for it. Go for it, but do your research. You know, don't go into a situation blindly. Um. Make sure that you've done your research, you've dotted your eyes, you've crossed your T's, um, that you're well-versed so that no one takes advantage of you, um, that you understand who you are and know your why. Why do you want to go into modeling? Why do you want to go into pageantry? And... Um, Enjoy, once you get into that process, enjoy the journey. Mm-hmm. You know, enjoy the journey. Never allow yourself to think that you're better than anyone. Um, because, like I tell people, when they come into pageantry, if you think that you, if you come in thinking that you have this in the bag, you're going to miss the whole point mm-hmm. of why we're even doing pageantry or why you're even doing modeling. First of all, in modeling, you have to know that. If you're walking for a designer, it's not even about you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's about the designer. And if you're going to filet around in their clothes looking crazy, then the designer is not going to be able to sell that garment. Yeah. You know, on the flip side of that, when you go into pageantry, it is all about you. You know, don't let the garment wear you. You wear the garment. Mm-hmm. You know, um, make sure that you take heed to the instruction that's being provided to you. Because, like I said, my team, they're very well versed in in pageantry and what it means and what I expect, you know. So if they're telling you one thing, take heed. But do your research, enjoy the journey, and um, take others with you. Okay. Yeah.
0: Thank you for coming today.
1: Yes.
0: Glad glad I got a chance to get you in today. Yes. Because you have helped a lot of people with the pageant, including my cousin, as you know, Key yes, Lucas. That's right. Yeah. Um, hope much success with this yes. and everything else that you do.
1: Thank you. Thank you so very much. Thank you so much for having me. When you hit me up, I was like, that's going to be exciting. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I love to tell my story. Um, and of course, like you said, I mean, how we connected, it brings our lives both full circle. Mm-hmm. So I'm thankful for the opportunity. No problem.
0: Thank you. Alright guys, Miss Perugia, I'm out.